Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This season, why don't you give the gift of pleasure? Stuff is temporary. Sexual happiness is forever. So why not treat yourself or a loved one to the gift of sexual happiness with a subscription to Beducated? Beducated is the Netflix of sex education. They have all the information you need to learn about relationships and sex all in one place. You could learn on your own or with a partner. And speaking of your partner, you can now gift a Beducated subscription with a personalized Beducated gift card to them. Beducated has courses on anal sex, oral sex, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? Go get Beducated now. And if you have a partner, get them Beducated so you guys could both become better in bed together. Go to beducated.com and sign up using my code anonymous for 40% off your yearly pass. You could try all the Beducated courses for one day for free. You will not get charged for the first 24 hours and you could cancel at any time. So you have nothing to lose. Go to beducated.com, use my code anonymous for 40% off your yearly pass. That's 40% off your yearly pass with my code anonymous. Use it at beducated.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. 
Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed my show yet on the podcast app that you're listening on, make sure to follow my show. If you haven't followed me on Instagram or Twitter, go over there right now, Instagram and Twitter, at Strict Anonymous. I'm at Strict Anonymous. You can follow me over there. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, give me a five-star review if you can, if you love my show. If you want to be on the show, this is a call-in advice show where I, well, I say it's a call-in advice show because I do like giving my advice. (laughs) A lot of times I'm just listening to people talk about their naughty secret lives. If you have a naughty secret life where you're looking for some unprofessional advice, you could call into my show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody's voices are changed. You could email me from a phony email. You could call me from a block number. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show while remaining anonymous, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or Twitter. You could DM me there. I'm at Strict Anonymous. Make sure to give me some backstory of what you want to talk about. Not 10 paragraphs, not even one long paragraph. Just a couple bullets like this is what I want to talk about. Um, You could also call my confessions hotline if you just want to get something off your back. Or let me know what you want to talk about on the show. That number, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. Make sure there's not a lot of sound in the back. I changed the voices on those confessions too. Don't text me fucking hello. Don't WhatsApp me there. I don't answer that phone Ever. I don't reply to texts. I don't talk to people on that phone. It's strictly for confessions or, you know, if you want to be on the show. All of the information that I just gave you is in the description. If you want to talk to me and not have it air as a podcast, like you're looking for some non-professional advice, unprofessional advice, you want to get something off your back, you want to talk to me on the DL, I offer that. You could do that as well. Like I said, I don't air those calls. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and I'll give you the details. Now, today, oh my fucking God, who I have on today, David, (laughs) he's a fucking piece of work. And I do shred him. Don't worry. Okay. (laughs) He called in and left a confession, actually. He left a confession that I thought was like kind of funny. And even my Patreon members, because I air my confessions, the anonymous confessions over my Patreon page and my Patreon members were like, get him on. You're going to fucking get, you're going to have a field day with him. And I did. Okay. You are not going to believe the shit that David has done all behind his wife's back. I mean, there is a lot of sex in here. Uh, it takes a little while to get to all the swinging and swinger stuff that he's doing and the pegging and the guy and guy action, okay? And, but what he does a lot of is fucking cheating. He is the worst bottom of the barrel kind of cheater. It's pretty hardcore. Uh, he does redeem himself at the end. It turns out that David is... Kind of like been there, done that, not really into cheating anymore, which is great. I didn't know that he had had that revelation. So there is a glimmer of hope. Like I said, at the end, you do get uh, to a point where you, you know, he has realized that what he has done is fucked up because you, when you hear this stuff, you're going to be like, oh my God. You know, I do give him credit for coming on and being very honest. I mean, he just put it all out there. Now, to call him honest is a little bit weird because he was very honest to me, but has he been honest to his wife? 
No, he's been dishonest to everybody, not even just his wife, to the people that he had on the side. And let me tell you, he worked fucking women on the side. He had affairs. He had separate apartments. He took money from women, like hundreds and thousands of dollars that he got from women that he hooked up with. He saw escorts. He saw college girls. He uh, did BDSM. He wore panties. He hooked up with a girl that turned out to be a guy and he got blowjobs from a Verizon woman that he hooked up with. He did so much shit. You will not believe, like I said. Uh, There was a time that his wife kind of almost caught wind and then how he got out of it is kind of crazy. The whole show is entertaining for sure. He does have a good sense of humor. He is very open and honest about all the shit that he did. His stories are so crazy. They are interesting. You will be thoroughly entertained. You will also be horrified like I was. I do shred him. I do give it to him. And like I said, at the end, you do finally get that this is not a guy who is doing that stuff anymore. He does have guilt. I was kind of like, thank God. Okay. (laughs) At the end, it's kind of funny because he was like, what are you going to title this? Do you do you know? Because he listens to my show and I'm like, maybe I'm going to title it. David is like the biggest fucking scumbag. I don't know. (laughs) Because he really is that bad. You're not gonna believe you you know it almost is a little bit like a Jerry Springer uh episode but there is a lot of SCX in here too he did go to swingers clubs he did get into pegging he did hook up with couples he did the whole BBC thing he uh it's you know it's all uh, he went to like a at a swingers club like a wedding where everyone was naked i mean the stories this guy has is out of control so i'm gonna get right to it and be right back on with david this is the strictly anonymous podcast hi dave welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast how are you today i'm doing all right thank you uh, thanks, Dave. Listen, I am going to, I should probably air your initial call because you called into my confessions hotline and it was kind of funny. You have like a lot of like crazy experiences when it comes to SEX. And there was at one point where you're like, and I want to give every guy advice on, you know, what to do if his wife is not into something and you know it might be controversial and you're like just fucking do it anyway with someone else or I don't know what did you say again what was like your big PSA yeah, I basically said when your wife say no she thinks she you you she controlling the situation saying no but that means just go to someone else or try it with you yeah but you and said it's so much funnier on my thing I'm gonna air it I'm gonna cut to it and air it right now here let's listen to what you said yes I wanted to call and I enjoy the show very educational and fun. So I was thinking about my situation and say, hey, I'm going to call in and talk to her about my situation. Well, I've been married 42 years. I have had 11 abortions and I probably have messed with 65 women. I have tried by several times and I've tried doms and swingers lifestyle, threesomes, and I would love to discuss the different things I did. I tried, I tried pagan. I applied water sports, you name it, I did it and I tried it over the years. And I also think that it's important that people understand that I'm married, so I probably get a lot of booze, but it's important that a lot of people understand when wives tell you no, 
It just means ask somebody else. Okay, so that was like your initial thing. And I was like, I got to get this guy on the phone because you sound kind of funny. Um, so anyway, why don't you start telling your story? I think that you've done just a lot of crazy things. I don't really know where to start. Well, the first place to start, I, I go ahead and start, is when I had an apartment for 10 years. Okay. And my wife didn't know about it. And I've been married for 41 years now. Still with the same wife that you were had a partner with the whole 10 years? Yes, okay. I'm still with her. But she never know anything about it. She never found out you had this whole no, secret all life. all these years, no. Okay. All this. That's why I went and got the apartment on the side. And what I did was I had met this lady at work, and she was married. And she didn't know I was married. So... We talked for a while, and then we decided to get together. So what I did, I said, well, I can't carry it to, to bring it to my house, so I can't keep the lie going like that. So I said, hey, it would be a good idea to get a partner on the other side of town. <laughs> wait, because you can – wait, can I just ask you a quick question? Did you mm -hmm. lie – to the whole 10 years that you were with her, did she think you were single? The whole – well, I wasn't with her the whole 10 years. I just had the apartment for 10 years. I had different females I talked to over there, but I didn't just talk to her. Oh, okay. I kind of talked to different ones. Oh, okay. It wasn't like one well, girl for, it wasn't just one woman for 10 years. It was different women for 10 years. Right. And i tell you, an incident I had one time. <laughs> one time I used to let her borrow my car to go out of town. Uh -huh. So one day I let her borrow my car. She was supposed to come back that Sunday. So I had another girl over there with me. And then I went, I told her, I borrowed her car to go somewhere to the store and told her to wait till I get back. So on my way back, when I parked the car, I looked down the alley and like, damn, that looked like my car. She came back early. <laughs> and I looked and I'm like, looked like she's sitting in the car. I said, oh my, if I walk up to the door, she's going to be able to see me. Uh -huh. So I'm like, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm a low crawl to the door. I'm a crawl. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I, I was low crawling, turned around, got to the door, and I heard a voice say, What in the hell are you doing? She was at the door. Well, hold on. Now, this is all happening at the secret apartment that you have, and you also have a wife someplace else that knows nothing about all of this. Oh my God. Correct. Oh my God. Hilarious. Correct. I mean, not really hilarious, but you know. <laughs> right. And see, I'll tell you how I did it. I um, always had a corporate job. Mm -hmm. So I, I went out of town varies from time to time. So the only thing I had to do is tell, well, I got to go out of town for four days or five days and I'll be back. Well, I got to go out of town. And she knew I went out of town with her. But you weren't going out of town. Sometimes you were just going across town to your other apartment. That's all I was doing. Right. Holy all shit. Thing I was doing. And what would you do? I, hide out in your apartment? I mean, weren't you afraid to leave in case someone would bump into you? <laughs> no, I wasn't worried about that because I was way on the other side of town. And I knew my wife ain't the type to socialize. She don't have friends. She don't hang with nobody. She And she's still that way to this day. Yeah, you married She's the perfect not the woman. She's go out yeah. with people. So I wasn't really worried about running to somebody. Mm -hmm. She know. And because we have moved something like, in the 41 years, we probably moved 10 times. So we never stayed a place long enough for her to really get to know people or get involved. <laughs> you couldn't have planned that more perfectly. <laughs> right. And, and, and I knew that because 
she she wasn't the type to be out. So when I got to the door, she said, somebody's in there. Somebody's in there. I'm like, nobody's in there. It sounded like that. She's like, no, somebody in there. I said, well, you better wait here. It might be my ex-wife. She said, your ex might be in. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stay out here. Oh, so my when God. I You're there, running like 80 lies at one time. <laughs> oh, my. It's hard to keep up with them. <laughs> I, I get in there. She's waiting at the door. I get in there, and the girl says, somebody been knocking on my door. I said, I think that's my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, my God. You're telling both of them the same fucking lie. That's smart. So I, I said, you need to hide in the closet right under the clothes. Don't stand up. Get down in the corner. Let me get all my dirty clothes. So when I went back to the door, I said, nobody in here. I said, nobody. So she walked in there, searched, couldn't find nobody, went and took a shower, and I had her go out the slide door. Sweet. So while she's in the shower, you have the other girl that's hiding in the thing. And you're like, get the fuck out. My ex is here. And she's crazy. Right. Oh, my And I got her out the slide door. Now, how I was paying for the apartment is I was messing with this other girl that gave me money. That used to give me money. I used to be bad with that. Very bad. What do you mean? Now, that is something my wife eventually found out about the money good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Well, why don't you explain that whole scenario? Well, I blame it on the friend, the best friend. I, well, I, I'm going to tell you, I blame it on the best friend of mine. And he went and kind of took the blame. It, it, it was so, i tell you how nasty. I used to talk to her on the side. It just happened as she was, she was watching me a lot. And she was like, what's wrong? I said, my car messed up. She was like, well, I can lend you the money. I said, no, 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 that's all right. Don't let me no money. I t- then she was like, well, let me hold, lend you the money. You can pay me back. So I'm like, this temptation, no, I'm married. No, I shouldn't get the money. No, I shouldn't follow it up. And then she brought me $1,500 instead of $350. And it grew over time. And I would ask her for money for divorce. She probably paid about $17,000 for my divorce. <laughs> Did you ever even get divorced? You're still with your wife. Nope. Nope. So what did you do with com- the money? I was spending it on some of the apartment. I buy cars all the time. Wait I, a second. Quick I, question. Try. So did you lie to her about the money for the divorce? Did you say, hey, I need, I'm getting a divorce. Could I have the money? But you really weren't? Or you were you were planning on getting divorced and then that fell through? No. I ain't never t- planned on getting divorced. That was a lie? And I kind of lied. So people were probably blowing this up. Yes, I did. Wait a second. 
you were like, I want to get a big chunk of change from this woman. She's giving me a lot of money. So you're like, what can I say I need money for? And you're like, oh, I'll tell her I need money for a divorce. Is that how what you did? Yes. Yes, I kind of did that because I'm going to tell you how it went. When me and my wife moved in apartment, she was living in the same, the other building. So she knew I had a wife. Okay. She knew that because we lived. then when we moved from there, I was still talking to her. But see, she would offer me money and give me a credit card. and I just kind of blew all that up. And sometimes I'm going to tell you, when you have women that makes good money, as long as they feel in control, they'll give you money. As long as they think they got control of the situation. So when I moved away from the state, I said, Okay, she think we're getting close to getting married because I kind of put that in her hand. Okay, okay, one day. And so the divorce came from that. The divorce came from that. So you're so sleeping with her. Yes, I did. And she starts to give you money when you guys are together. She knows you have a girl. She knows you're married, but you're probably just telling her what a lot of guys do. Like, oh, it's terrible. I'm going to leave her. Things aren't great. Whatever. I mean, because why is she sleeping with you if you're married? She knew I was married when she slept with me the first time. Because like I said, she she lived right behind me. Right, but um, you're giving so her a rap that, like things aren't good. Yeah, uh-huh. but you, you were obviously giving her a rap like things aren't good at home. I don't love my wife anymore, right? I mean, you got to be telling her something. You're not like I'm happy in love with my wife, but I'm just fucking you. Right. That's what I tell her. I, I, I kept her going with problems. Then I told her we finally getting a divorce and it's going to cost me X amount of dollars and she said, you just let me know what you need. So it, it, the problem comes like this. When money is like taking cocaine, <laughs> you can't get If you can get it and you can get enough of it, and you get a lot of it. You'll keep getting it. You'll keep going to the well, getting more, because that's where you know you can get it from. Right. And especially so, it's free money. I mean, listen, I, I'm asking some of these questions because I'm hoping that some women are listening and they're going to be like this is like a PSA of like the guy to stay away from. A lot of guys, when they come to you and they have a partner, will tell you things are terrible at home. Look, you're you know, you're telling all these girls things are terrible at home. But look, 41 years later, you're still married to the woman. You're we're never you're never going to leave her. Things aren't bad at home. You're just a fucking cheater. But I mean, I think that people women need to know that this is what guys tell you to get what they want and then the other thing that we're talking about here that is like a warning to women about guys like you is that like what you just said like you give a little bit of that money and then you know what's to stop that person from totally taking advantage of it because like you said you didn't go into there probably with the intention of taking all that money from her but she was like giving it to you and then you're like you couldn't stop and then now here you are asking for more and more and she just keeps giving it to you yes and i'm gonna tell you something funny what stopped everything you remember when passion of the christ came out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think she that came out and she turned around and said i saw that movie and i dreamed that you was gonna kill me and my daughter i was like where you get that from and she said i don't want to talk to you or nothing boom it just stopped just like that instantly bam and thought there's some passion of the christ came out <laughs> she thought you were gonna kill her how did that, that how did she get killed? i don't even know what she get that from she had a dream 
after she saw Passion of the Christ, and she told me that's what she thought. But it's some of the parts I got to add up where you can catch on to that. She had got pregnant. With the your baby? first time she had abortion. With your baby? Yeah, first time she had abortion. Oh, my God, but wait a second. So let's file this, too. You're cheating on your wife, and you're not using condoms. Ugh. No, because I'm kind of dealing with a person, dealing with these women like... You're single. So they want you to prove to that you're, like, committed to them. Don't use a condom kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And then they, they think they're getting... And, and, you know, let me tell you one more thing I give you. One thing a woman got to be more aggressive than they are. Because if you sit up there and be humble with a guy, a guy look at kindness as a weakness. Well, uh, you know, not every guy looks at that. No, a lot of guys guy, would look I'm at kindness saying, in a woman and think that that's a great quality. Okay, a guy's, David, a, come a, on. Guy's a, but a guy that's a cheater, you're yes. not going to change his intent. If yeah. that's what his intent is, I don't care who you are or how nice you are. That's his intent. Right. You're that. And, and you are that guy. Women. <laughs> you are that guy. Right. Because guys character, man, you marry on material, you just somebody to get with, you just someone. Guys characterize women. Yes. Bring her home, or she's not, she, I could fuck right. her, but she's not good for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I remember my boyfriend, my guy friends when I was younger would be like, you know, Kathy, you're not the kind of girl that a guy marries like you're the kind of girl a guy fucks I was like, and then they'd meet my sister no and I had a sister and she's like the exact opposite of me and they'd come to my house and they'd meet my sister and they'd be like oh my god your sister is so nice like she's the girl like you marry like how are you why are you the way you are so I was like I was like, so yeah I'm like the girl the side girl but yeah I totally know that guys do, you know listen but not everybody does and there's a lot of guys that are more evolved than that but I think the average guy out there sometimes and sometimes without even knowing it they do put women in different categories right and the other thing is i told you she had got abortion correct yes and your baby got pregnant again and she kept this one. Oh my goodness your fucking baby yeah she kept it so you had babies with women on the side while well, you're this married one just her i I had a total of 11 abortions and one person had a child. Yeah. Oh, my. It was 11 and one. People are no, going to fucking hate you. Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah. They're going to hate you. Oh, crap yeah, out yeah. Of me. You I hate are, me. You are the, um, I mean, you know, I always say I love to have uh, people who cheat men and women and always get the full story because there are so many different like degrees and variations and reasons and different types of cheating that goes down, you know, and I'm always like, there's like that worst case scenario cheater, like the bottom of the barrel. I mean, you are it, David. <laughs> and but like oh, I, oh, yes. I could tell, but I'm down for you calling in and explaining your story because, you know, I think it needs to be told because people need to know <laughs> that this yes. kind of stuff exists. This, but you are the worst fucking kind. Yes, I and am, you know because when she decided to um, call it off, the child was eight years old. Okay. When she stopped talking. Could I just ask you a quick question though? This this one because there's just so much going on here, and uh, but I'm trying to stay somewhat on track, but and still get answers. This one, the one that had your baby, the one that gave you the money, the one that lived close by. Did she ever like? Did she did did she know that you just stayed with your wife all this time? No, not after I moved. 
she thought you left her. Yeah, she thought I was going through a divorce. And I, matter of fact, I was in South Carolina and I moved to Atlanta. Okay. So she thought I left her and moved down there, which the job transferred me down there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but she thought you, right. But she thought you finally made the break. She's got you all to herself. She's got this baby. It's your daughter, your son. I mean, do you stay in contact with that child? She, okay, I'm going to tell you. When she had the baby, she told me she don't want nothing from me. Don't give her nothing, whatever. I try to help. She don't want a dime. I said, okay, that's fine. So when she decided to cut me off from her and the child, I was like, great. I'm glad of that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Why you never bonded because, with that? But you never bonded with that baby. No, because she didn't want me to see her on a child, so I didn't want to fit force the issue. And now I'm on child support. Wait, she never wanted so you to know. But to deal with she it. never wanted you to know that baby, even though you guys were still together for eight nope. years. You were together nope. for eight she, years of the child's life. You didn't get out until eight years later. Why did you never see that baby, spend time with that child? You were the father. She never wanted you to have any kind of relationship. She never wanted me to have contact with her or the child. And being married, it didn't make sense for me to try to force that at you. Oh, right. I'm if sure you were like, sense. I'm sure. You know, does that make sense? I mean, it make, it it doesn't make you look good. It makes you look even more horrible. I mean, you're just really getting worse and worse as I speak. <laughs> but oh, uh, yes. it makes sense of why someone like you would actually think like, oh, you hit the jackpot here. Like she doesn't even want you to get involved. So, of course, you're going to be like, OK, thanks. <laughs> well, I didn't want her to have the baby in the beginning. And right. She the second time she decided to have it. And, you know, if she. The child ain't up for seven days, so she's saying she don't want me to see her or the child. Or being, she didn't want me to have contact with the child. I'm like, okay, fine. Right. Because the child got 10 more years to um, be, the child right now is about, it's December. She In December, she'll be 31. Have you ever had any contact with her? One brief time. Right. So you don't feel and any. what happened yeah. was. I'm going to tell you how I had contact that one brief time and I had to kind of play it off. She went and saw, she, well, she thought she saw my ad on Facebook and start talking a little bit to the guy. What's the guy she was talking to who she thought I was, was my son. Oh, wow. Because he's a junior. Mm-hmm. So when she seen the name, she thought that was me. Mm-hmm. So my son told me somebody out here crazy saw my this and that. And I was like, "What?" She was like, "Look, this girl thinks so." I'm like, "That's some BS online. Don't. That's all that is BS." And I just played it right on off and never followed it up. Never talked. I don't have no intentions of talking to her or the child. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. It's like when when you get someone pregnant and the woman say, I want to have the baby. And I said, no, I don't want you to have the baby. Well, I'm going to have it anyway. Yeah, that's a hard problem. Well, you that's can't a, just take yeah. my right and say, yeah. this is what you want to do. And I'm telling you, I, so you have control of the whole situation. So you want to have it? Okay. 
There right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is a tough thing. I've always felt like I'm all into fairness. You know, uh, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, I'm going to sometimes maybe empathize more with women because I understand them because I am a woman and I, I'm not a guy. But I can say that I've always felt like when it comes to a pregnancy, I totally believe in abortion, all that stuff. I believe completely right. in a woman's rights. But I do feel like what what say does a guy get? I don't know. It is kind of tough because it's really up to the woman. If she decides she's ready and wants that baby, she gets to be ready. If she doesn't, even in the opposite scenario, like some people will be like, oh, this is terrible. He didn't want it. What a fucking asshole. But what about the woman? And I'm sure this happens where the woman gets pregnant and she doesn't want the baby, but the guy does. And she's, but she's like, but sorry, like I'm going to have an abortion. You know, the guy really doesn't have a say. <laughs> right. And so it does, I think, cause a lot of problems, uh, you know, in that situation. I do think there's, uh, you know, because it is a woman's body and she's having the baby and birthing it. I, I get that she has more rights, but what, where do, where do the rights, where do the rights of the guy, where are they? You know, I don't know. It's it's a tough situation. It is. And sometimes it's best to just leave it alone. Some situations, because a lot, a lot of people be like, well, you had 10 years, I'm doing too. Well, what? No. When a lot of people tell you that, because you like, it's extra stress there. Trying to deal with that and be, because, to be honest with you, my wife is not a bad person. She just kind of like. No, she's probably a wonderful person. You know, a she, guy like just, you typically, you know, marries a woman that is like uber nice and passive and is just, you know, on some level you knew that, you know, you'd be able to be doing all this shit behind her back. Right. And when yeah. you try to, like, I try to act, when you ask her to do something, try things, she would do it. It's just like pagan. I was like, wouldn't that be hot to let my wife peg me? And I started looking on it, and I was like, damn, how do you approach her and ask her to do this? I tried it. I wonder what she's going to say. And Because she don't show a lot of emotions. Like, she can be turned on by, she can be turned on by something, and she'd be like, it was all right. And she'd be like, having a great moment. would be like, how was that? It was all right. So, she said, yeah, I tried, and I was like, wow. I was so stunned and surprised that without hesitation, she had tried. And then she said she wanted to lick my ass, and I was like, <laughs> where did your wife come from? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> your Damn, wife. you ain't never tell me something you want to do, and then you say, wow, I would have never guessed that. And you let her lick your ass? <laughs> oh, I love, yes, yes. See, I let her peg me, lick my ass. We did um, some DN, um, DSM, and I did it. What's I DSM? Did it with other women. Yes, I did that with other women. What's too. DSM? When I'm being submissive. And oh, BDSM. BDSM. Yes, BDSM. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so you like to be a little submissive. Yes, because it's like being in control all your life, and it's like just to give you relaxation. Yeah. And. I used to do it with my, um, I let my wife try. She did it several times, but I'm like, you got to get emotional, oh, emotional. Yeah. Say, let me fuck that ass. She said, okay, let me fuck that ass. What else you want to say? I'm like, shit. Oh, hell. She wasn't good at uh, like role playing. Right. So what I start doing, I was like, damn, this would be fun. If I go let college, young college girl fuck me in the ass. Okay, here we go. And mm-hmm. So I started doing that. I start paying them. 
And, you know, paying them, had all sex, had let them peg me. It's different. I tell you what, they changed. They way more open than they did years ago. Right. How much would you pay? I I would pay something like 60 to $80 because that was great for a college girl when she ain't had no money. Right. And and what I used to do when I started, they'd be like, well, I'm like, hold on, hold on. I don't want to know nothing about you. I don't know why you're in school, your major, nothing. We'll come in here, we'll play for an hour, i give you some money and go. I don't want nothing to do it to a person, like, period. And I did that because one of them be like, called me one time, was like, well, I won't be able to go back to school because they told me I need to come up with $7,000. I was like, oh. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I I knew that was coming. Like, hey, I got a good idea. Won't you lend me the money where I can go to school? I said, I got a better well, idea. Well, uh, David, listen. I mean, she can't play a player. I mean, you're the same like her. She's she's she was doing nothing different than you've done in your past. You're just up to you know. You were on guard because you've done that shit yourself. <laughs> like right. you just said, once they, someone starts giving you money for something, you want it more and more. She was no different <laughs> than you, that poor college girl. Right. It's a lot of. Them. And see, you ain't getting over on me on that because I said, I got a better idea. Won't you ask the people sent you to college? Not me. Mm -hmm. I don't care nothing about you have to quit. <laughs> right, right. You're just there to, you're, it's tr strictly transactional. You're not having those these affairs with the college girls, but you did have affairs with many other women during that 10 years. Right. What other and kinds of stuff did you use Could seek out these affairs for? What other kind of affairs you saying? Yeah, like what other kinds of stuff did you do? Because I know that like one of the things you said on your confession, like if your wife's not into doing it, just find somebody else to. Like what other kinky right. things well, did you we do? Did, I did, we did pagan. We did, um, I played submissive. Um, they had me put on panties or something and pull them down and wear it around. I had collars. We I put a collar on and a lease on and got walked around. We played that. And I also played with escorts. Mm -hmm. I've also been in lifestyles with escort, getting different escorts. And what? Were and you I've been in the. Um, I met a lot of couples in the swingers clubs. I was a member of a swingers club too. Mm -hmm. And got with couples. I, the first time I did it, I think it's intimidating with the husband standing there, and you think you, he gonna hit you in the head like. <laughs> Because oh. cause the funny thing, at the time, I'm like, how do people just let you fuck their wife? Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to do that. So, And I learned this about a swings club. A lot of people will be okay with it, but some people, if you buy yourself, they want someone to fuck. They ain't going to just, uh-uh, you ain't fucking my wife. I need somebody to fuck. So I saw this one lady I wanted to get with. And she said, well, we can get together, but my husband needs to fuck your wife. So what I did, I brought my wife with me. Your real wife? Nope, a pro, uh, escort. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you were just about to sound like a normal was, guy. Nuh-uh. <laughs> let him think he was messing with my wife at the time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get to see the girl. You think you're sitting over there messing with my wife, so. Oh, my God. So you brought I, I, I an escort. Yes. I got an escort to go with me and paid her. Mm -hmm. And she went there acting like my wife. And they had sex and had sex with the wife. And, and 
people be amazed at if you want to be successful in a swingers club mm -hmm. you need like you see some woman like damn she's nice talk to the husband first have a conversation with the husband because this is a, as long as the husband okay with you the wife will be and it's when you first go it's kind of intimidating because one when i first went one time it was in well it was in pennsylvania about 40 miles outside of Pennsylvania. And I'm in the boondocks. Boondocks. Walk in the club. I'm the only black person in there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I begin to get like, oh, hell. Yeah. But it was advantage because yeah. a lot of women wanted to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I became friends with a lot of them and got invited to one of them wedding at the club. And... When they finally got married, the preacher screwed her. Oh, my God. Stop. Wait a second. There was a, a wedding at a swingers club? Yes. Yes. A wedding. Everybody naked. Okay. Wait. Tell me the whole story about the effing wedding. A nudie wedding at a swingers club. Everybody's naked. There's a priest yes. there or a reverend. That, that, and I don't know if he was a real priest yeah, or yeah. not, but he did the um, wedding. Yeah. Uh -huh. He was there. He did. He had a collar on. That's all he had on. The bride had <laughs> oh the um, the veil you put over your head. Mm -hmm. That's all she had. And I had got with her several times. Me and her got together several times. Right. And um, the pre everybody was about twenty five people there. And after the wedding was final, he said, "Okay, you can kiss the bride." He went and kissed the bride, and they went and had sex right there. In front of everybody. And wow. Her husband. And see, the thing was, they've been doing that the whole time. Because, see, they've been swingers. Right. In the club. So they've been doing that the whole time. They so, were hardcore I, swingers. Right. So I used to get called out a lot. I'd be on call for 35 years. I was on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What do you mean? As a BBC? Like a BBC bull, black bull for white couples, you mean? Well, I mess with all kind of couples. White couples, black couples. But I just, I don't really consider it being a bull. I just consider it trying something new, getting with different couples, because it's great to be in an environment where everybody open-minded like that. Right. Right. So I would find couples, and it's easy to find couples it's easy to find couples if you in a swear club and you've been there a while and you stay there a while and they kind of comfortable with you then mm -hmm. everybody get comfortable with you but i i'm gonna tell you something funny i finally talked my wife into going to a swear club your real wife your real wife my real wife okay she finally went with me about i would tell her i'd say hey i would love to see you um fuck some young guy get that young dick and fuck them like she's like what are you talking about I was like, hey, I would love to see you fuck some young guy and he come in that pussy and I go lick that come out your pussy. And she was like, I ain't doing that. I was like, whatever. We've been married 40 some years. Who cares? Mm -hmm. So we got there and she was like, I ain't going to do nothing. Don't ask me. And I tried, but I'm like, wow. At least I got her to go. That's twice. So, <laughs> so she just went and observed. She went and observed and... She didn't want to do anything. She didn't want to try nothing. 
she was kind of, it, and it was a bunch of guys in there, like 20, 30 guys. Yeah. Trying to talk to her. And she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. She's like, don't mention that no more. Right. I'll be like, what harm is it? Because I kind of was like, I done did all this messing around. Hey, you need to do that. So I don't mind you do it, but I didn't say that. Of but course. that's what I was sitting there thinking. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with her sleeping with guys, this and that, as long as I'm there. Right, right, right. Because it, it's a relationship if I let you go somewhere by yourself with somebody. Yeah, exactly like what you've been doing the whole right. time behind her back. You had fucking babies with people. Oh, my God, just like the biggest hypocrite on the planet. <laughs> right. And, and I, <laughs> right. And I, I, I love that you that. fucking own it. <laughs> right. And I didn't care. Not, to me, it was a game. And that's bad, but that's what it was to me. What do you it mean? It was a game and a challenge. Getting all those women? Yes, and getting money from women think they outsmart smarter than you. I did. She wasn't the only one I got money from. I probably got money from about six or seven people. How much money do you think I you've did, got from women over the years? From her by herself was one hundred twenty thousand. What? From the other women, it was about I say sixty five. Wow. And what well, you, I told you yeah. she found out about the money. Your wife, yeah. How did she find out about that? And what did she think you were like? Where do you? Th- what was your explanation? Okay, how she found out when I when she used to give me when I was living in Atlanta and she was living in Columbia, South Carolina. She would send me money, and I would send it to a friend of mine, PO box. Mm-hmm. And he would get the money, the check, and bring it to me. Well, one day. No, I used to meet him. He didn't never bring it to the house. I used to go meet him. Yeah. So one day he said, I'm in a hurry. Can I drop it off quick? I said, okay. So he dropped the check off. And in that letter, she had a picture of a daughter. Oh, okay. And Your daughter. I, Your daughter. Yes. And I put it on the dresser. Turned around, went in the shower, and was like, was in the shower thinking, like, hold on, she's getting ready to get off in a few minutes. And by the time I got out the shower, she was reading the, she was looking at the check and looking at the picture. Oh, my God. What'd you say? And she was like, who is this? Who's sending that money? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you're talking about that money. And who baby is this? <laughs> who in the, who baby is this? And I was like, that's my friend Dave baby that's his baby and um he was just sending me the money when i was um i didn't want to get you involved in it but she was like no 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 what the money for papa i said i mean wasn't the check made out to your name yep and she said but see her name wasn't on it because that her name wasn't on it because she know not to put her name on it Mm -hmm. so she didn't never put her name on it she just when you go to the post office and get a cash check. Yeah, I get it. I, I know you could do it without that. So wait, so right. you're so what did you say to your wife that someone else gave you that money and that picture? I said from- it was from Bruce and she was like, You've been having a lot of money lately. And I said, Well, I tell you the truth. I've been selling drugs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, you fucking killed me. <laughs> I said, That's the truth where the money comes from. Then she got a little frightened about that. And I was like, Oh, that's good. She getting a lot frightened. <laughs> and she was like, but you still should be getting money. And that don't make sense, blah, blah, blah. And then when we got through that, she said, she got upset about it. 
And then she said, we go on the counseling. And I want you to be honest where you get the money from. I want to be honest. I say, well, I got it from this girl that gave me a lot of money. She would send me money. I ain't never messed with her, never slept with her. She was like, she just give you money. I said, yeah. She said, you know what? You get that girl and get in the car. Let's go meet her. Right. Because I want to ask her who baby this is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We going to Columbia, Mr. Baby. So I supposed to go to work. My boss was like, hey, you coming? I said, no, I can't come in. This is life and death here. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, keep going. I love this story. So I mean, it's terrible, call, but interesting. Yeah, so I called her and say, hey, my, my wife want to come see you and the baby. All you got to do is say, it ain't mine. That's all. That's all you got to say. Right. She said, okay, I'll say it. Wow. So I went that we went there. She she was we pull up in the car, my wife was sitting past the seat. She pulled up on the other side of the baby. She waved at my wife and said, Hey, how you doing? She was like, That ugly bitch right there, that baby that baby don't look like you. Let's go. Right. She Let's just go. she Let's didn't want to believe anything. Right. She didn't, I didn't Yeah. Right. And then we went to the counselor to the pastor. And she was like, well, he been getting money for all this time, blah, blah, blah. And he did that. And the pastor said, y'all been married 30 some years. You just got to complain about money. He said, that ain't nothing. And I think it kind of got her like, what? He said, I have people here complaining about a whole lot more than that. If that's the least problems people would love to have, that is just the least problem. And he was like, well, you know, you got to keep forgiving. That's what you're supposed to do. Forgive. Oh, God. Forgive. So we kind of got past that. And what I did was, like, the other phone I was calling. That's my kind of throwaway phone. Um, I keep asking the phone. I was telling guys, hey, you don't want to let people text you on your phone and send messages on your phone and you hide the app. Mm -mm. Just get a phone for $30, a prepaid phone for $30. Uh -huh. and talk on that, but don't keep it in the house. I'll have a good hiding place and don't let it ring in the house and just keep it in a store anywhere. Yeah. But you're going to be off a lot better off having a throwaway phone and trying to talk to somebody on your phone because my wife asked to see my phone. Here you go. Go through it like you want. Go ahead. Right, right. But you got the burner phone. Yeah, of course. Why right. did that girl? Why did that woman think that you were going to kill her? I don't know because I figured that out. And I tried to talk to her. She was like, "No, I had a dream. I had a dream." And I was like, "Wow!" I was upset about the money. I mean, stop. you were never violent or anything, were you? I mean, do nope. you have that kind of shit going down? I mean, nope. I, you know, nope, mm -hmm. didn't never violent. Well, I didn't hardly see her that much because she was she was out of state. Mm -hmm. Some reason, mm -hmm. she woke up and said she's seen that movie, and that's what she dreamed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I didn't want to talk her in the bed. Well, I tell you what happened a couple times. I tried to call her a couple times because I was at first I was like, well, I'm gonna call her and see what she let me see. I'll be like, you think click? Right. I said, I just want to ask you something. Click. She was done with you. Yes. She mm -hmm. didn't want to speak talk nothing so 
I was like, great, thanks, she helped me out. Now I don't have to pretend like I want to marry her now. Right, because you were pulling, right, because you had all these other right, people too. I had too. no intentions of marrying her. With all the sex that you're having and your cream pies and you said, I want to lick your pussy, I'm like, oh, you're obviously not using condoms. Like, have you ever, how many STDs have you had? I feel like there's no way, if you say you never had any, I don't believe you. Cop to no, it. I, how no, many? I have to don't believe you. I ain't never had any. Nothing? Nothing. Never give my wife nothing. Never had nothing. But I mainly, one thing, I got to deal with the women that ain't out there sleeping around. They they kind of, I wouldn't say homely, but they don't have a personality like that. You know? <laughs> I didn't deal with the ones that got to go in her hair. No, I look at it and say, okay, she's vulnerable. She's She's nice, she's sweet, but she don't she don't have the tendency to mess around, sleep around, this, that. The one that was married now, I ended up finding out that she was sleeping with me and two and other people and her husband. I didn't know that. Right, 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 right. She was like, yo. <laughs> and then she got mad after she found out I was playing her. She thought she was playing me and she, <laughs> I was playing her. You were both playing each other. I mean, come on. Right. Well, see, I didn't mind she was married. Now, I don't like the fact that she was with somebody else, but I didn't mind the fact that she was married because I'm like, I don't want you anyway. Right, right, right. You, you want someone no strings attached, so that was better. You don't have to really make up lies. Do most of these women, I mean, how many girls do you have now? Do you still have some side pieces? No, no. I don't um, have any now. Okay. I, I have slowed down a lot because, number one, they want a whole lot more than they did <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> Women want a whole lot more. You call a college girl now, she want two fifty to three hundred. <laughs> I mean, you ain't gonna oh, find yeah. them. They're smart. That now. They're smarter. Yeah. So I'm like, no, they ain't worth. And I dare, I've been stopped messing with escorts. Um, I stopped that long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I tell you another funny story. I was talking to this lady from Spectrum. What happened was. I had too much porn on the TV and it was charming. I was telling her, no, it wasn't me. I said, it might be the kids. So we talked for a while and then she gave me her number. Wait a second. Oh my God, stop. You can't make this shit up. Okay, so you're calling Spectrum. An operator is answering the phone. You are there calling about the fact that you have massive amounts of porn on your TV. She believes Correct. you're full of shit lies that it's for your kids and then winds up going on a date with you. And what's wrong with right. women? What is wrong oh, with these people? <laughs> I, I tell you what's funny. I went to her house oh and we met and she was like, I, let me tell you this right now. I don't want you to tell me about birthdays, relationship and all that. I just love sucking cock. Now, if you want me to suck your cock, I do that as much as you want. Oh, wow. Okay. And so she... that's all I I said, you, and she lived by herself in a nice house. And I was like, Oh, you? She said, "Nope, I don't want a relationship." She said, "I've been in a relationship for thirty-two years, and he took care of me. My house paid for, my cards paid for." And she said, "I was a mistress for thirty-two years to somebody." Wow, I was like, "Wow," and I kind of did that for about a year. Just went over there, got head, and went back. Went over there, got head. Then one day she was like, "Tomorrow's my birthday," and I was like, "Oh, okay." You ready to go to the room? And she got mad. Oh, you don't care about that. I'm like, hold up. You told me not to worry about that. Oh, no. You think I just need you to do that? Well, that was the end of that. 
Right. She eventually caught feelings. She caught feelings. <laughs> right. I'm sure that has happened before. Did you ever, can I ask you, Have did you ever cop feelings for any of these other women? No. 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 You love your wife? Yes, I love her. She's a great person. Um, she's a great person. She just don't have that. Like, you can't get a submissive person and try to role play dominant with them because they don't have that in them. Right, right, right. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And they when they when you do things with them, like she'll try different things, this and that, but she won't be into it like you want her to be into. Yeah. Right. And and something I mean she'll try majority of it. Mm-hmm. But something she she won't try. And so it makes you have a craving for it. The craving don't go away. Just because you said no. In a person, whether they're mad or not, the craving don't go away. Right. So what and, do you do? Right. I just go out there and fulfill my craving. Because one problem a lot of married women make, when they got upset with them or mad, they'd be like, okay, don't bother me. Don't it's like, that's your husband. Why would you do that? Because he'll go bother someone else. Mm-hmm. So why would you do that to him? Take that part away when you're upset, when you know that's what he wants, and be surprised that he out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so many women think they got to be so independent. And in relationships, it's not all about being independent. It's, you got to submit to each other. And the reason I was out there, I got addicted to it. To be honest with you, I got real addicted to it. And like I said, I'm going to tell you another episode I did. I went to see this girl. I talked to her on the phone. And I asked her what she would like to try pagan and this and that. And she was like, yeah, I'm a college student. Um, I ain't never tried it, but you, we can try it. So I said, okay, we'll try it. So I got over there and she was like, just give me $80. I was like, all right, I'll give you $80. So I get over there. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then what happens? They sent me women pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you, let me back up and give you a little history on it. I was talking to this lady in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And we supposed to get together. She said, yeah, I want you to do this. She said, I want to peen your mouth and do this. And I was getting excited. Then she said, I want to see you suck a dick. And I was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. See me suck a dick? Now, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And we talked for seven years. And she talked me into it after four years. And once she talked me into it, I kind of wanted to try it then. And I was like, wouldn't it be hot to be with a, a couple? or And you do that. So when he told me that, and I found out that he was a girl and had titties, and I was like, instead of get upset, I'm like, hey, have a time to try it. Try it now. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was so you had never, even though that one person said, "Oh, let's try a guy." You never did, but you were, you were sold on it, and you were down for it. You were like, you would right, try after it. Yeah, she mm-hmm. taught me into it four years. So yeah, I yeah, was yeah. Like, I'm gonna try. And we used to talk back and forth and get pictures, and we tried to meet, and something came up. But I figured, in the long run, that probably wasn't her on the picture. Mm-hmm. That's why she always made excuse when we supposed to meet, and yeah, she just yeah, liked yeah. to talk like that. Yeah, like, and she was—it was a guy. So wait, it, that was a guy too. No, I talked to her. 
Oh, you on talked to her on the phone. Okay. So, oh, yeah. We talked on the phone. She was married. We just, I think she, I think she didn't look like her picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. That would be the right. reason. Right. When she sure. sent her picture slim, she probably was 300, 400 pounds. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so now you get to the house. The girl is a guy. But it's. Right. Okay. And I'm sick. My first thought is like, you didn't know he a guy. Why you didn't say that when I was talking about pagan? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When he told me he wanted to try that, he know he a guy. So I said, okay, I tell you what, I try it for a minute and we can go with it. He said, you want to try it? I said, okay, let's try it. So I did. I sucked his dick for a while. He sucked my dick for a while and he fucked me in the ass. How was it? I said, this is terrible. His dick was so soft and you couldn't hardly <laughs> feel nothing. I said, I'd rather the deal. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I said, I'd rather have the deal no I said, I don't see what people crazy. And he's just going to town and I'm like, what do people get out of this? Like, <laughs> I said, I can't do it. I said, I, for me to really get somebody, I would have to be with a woman that wanna see that. Like, oh man, I would love to see that. And I tried to talk to my wife and then I was like, Hey, wouldn't you like to see me suck a dick for real? This and that and that. She'd be like, and I talk about it a while while we having sex, and she'll stop me like, "Okay, hold on, boy, you talking about that stuff?" Yeah, I'm like, I was just talking about we can try. No, we ain't trying that. Right. So your right. wife though never in all these years and all these people that you've been seeing and all this stuff that you're doing on the side and being on call as to fuck couples and all this stuff, she never besides the time she found the money, she has never found any other kinds of incriminating evidence or ever was distrustful of you or thought you were cheating on her or found out? No, because one thing is I didn't like if I went to the gym from one to three and she knew I went to the gym one, I'm going to use that little window to do this. I'm not changing anything. Mm -hmm. It's like when you come and change your habit, that's when people get suspicious. Right. Okay. And I could get my other phone. Like if I need to get out, what I did is I get my other phone and I call my phone laying in bed. <laughs> and when she turned around, be like, they calling you out again, I guess. I'm like, oh, this is some crap. Oh, my fucking. You so, would call yourself out. And she thought. You know, I got to tell you, I used to be very distrustful. I really worked on my trust issues and I don't have them anymore. But you would have been like that kind of shit. Like, I, I don't know. That would have dro drove me fucking crazy. She never once suspected any of that. Right, because I never did it. Like, go just stay out or just saying, I ain't coming back. I ain't never did it like that. Never oh, did my it. God. I, oh, I did it where it was in those time frames. Like, and then when she thought I was out of town, I was um, cross town. Right. And, and and this was a while back where people ain't trying to call you on their cell phones. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't no cell phone to it pick was up easier. and say, hey, yeah. you hear me? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So it wasn't no cell phone. And I, it was one time I thought she was. So I said, I'm going to put something on the phone, on the car, so I can see where the car go. So when she go do this and that, nope. Then one time she left her phone out and I went to her phone four or five times to see. No. Oh, because you were thinking she might be doing stuff too and you started to. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Maybe that and, was your own. You were projecting because you were cheating. You were accusing her of cheating. Co correct. And I wanted to make sure. But 
I also tell a lot of people that a lot of people is damaged when they're young. It's hard for them to express yourself. For example, when she got pregnant at 16, mm-hmm. she got pregnant from a married man, 45. Mm-hmm. Your wife. The man had 11 kids. Mm-hmm. He had her pregnant, his wife pregnant, and another girl pregnant. They had a baby, all three of them babies in a week. Wow. And when she got pregnant the first time, she thought he was going to leave her, his wife. And she turned around and went with him again, think if she have another baby, he'll leave. And when you meet somebody like that, they've been hurt. So it's hard for them to express themselves and say, I love you. How many times in 41 years she came to me and said, I love you? Three. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting, though, too, that she probably, you know, saw him very clearly, but has never been able to really see that you're actually the same person. (laughs) I mean, you're as bad as that guy. Yeah. And see, the thing, I I understand, like, when she, you know, she graduated in 78. When she was telling me she grew up with no water, no electricity, it was like 15, 16 of them. I can see how someone took, can take advantage of her mm-hmm. and she have low self-esteem about herself. Mm-hmm. Right. And for someone, she was telling me how the kids call her ugly all the time in school and this and oh, that. Terrible. Like, but I, I mean, you did, t- you did take a lot of advantage of her too. Don't you think? I took, I would say I took advantage of her, but one thing is she didn't have to work. She mm-hmm. told me she was someone. So for the last, 34 years. She didn't have to work my work. I let her sit home, do what she wanted to do. She got to go places, do anything she wanted. Um, I used, I, I worked it for the railroad, and I don't know if a lot of people know about it. When people retire from the railroad, they pay your spouse a full retirement, about four or $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. When they turn, when you turn 55. Right. Or 60. And why would she want to throw all that away and be like, Oh, I'm leaving and I'm going to try to take care of myself. Somehow it works. I Like I said, I think that you married her for a reason. Like this was the one person that you would be able to get away with murder, even though you didn't murder that one like she thought. You have got away with some crazy shit. I mean, you are, no offense, David, but you are bottom of the barrel. <laughs> As far as when it comes to cheating, like, oh, my God. I mean, if you were like a single guy doing all the stuff that you are into, like, who the fuck cares? But I think one of the worst things is that, you know, you're married and you're just playing around and doing so much stuff for so long and you have it all down and you have secret phones and different things and babies and abortions. I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. But I'm going to tell you what a. Swingers couple told me one time, I don't think. Yeah. When I first went to a swingers club, I met this couple. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I love to see my wife sleep with other men and she liked to see me. And she said, He said, I know y'all think we crazy because we swingers and we do that. We married, sing, whatever, and we sleep. With he said, I know y'all think we crazy, right? Yeah. And I was like, No, I don't think so. He said, But y'all the one, the dogs, because y'all married and y'all cheat and lie about it. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all look at us as this and that when y'all doing the same thing in the marriage and lying about it. And because we honest about it, y'all look at something wrong with us. 
Yeah, well, you're that you're the cheating per. You're not the swinger person that is is okay and doing it in the open, or right. the single person. You're the person cheating. He's talking about you. You're why you know, but you weren't looking at them. You were like hanging out with them. <laughs> I don't think he right. seems like you were judging anybody like that. I I think sometimes I would wonder because I had some guy friends that were just like crazy maniac cheaters, and I'd be like, like, why don't you just? be single like there was one guy that was like you know I just wish I could just like do whatever I want and fuck any girl that I want and whenever I want I'm like you can it's called being single like why don't you fucking try it there's some people you being one of them where you have this desperate need to be in a primary relationship yet you want to live out all these other things too and you know it wouldn't and so and and that's what's hurtful. You know, you could do all this stuff if you were solo, but the fact that you're doing all this stuff and you have a wife at home that doesn't know, that's where you wind up being like a horrible person. <laughs> you know? Right. And and you some people grow out of it and they be the greatest person this that and that, but like I said, I don't really get into that anymore, but like I said, I kind of grew out of that, but I think what happened was, I'm going to tell you, when we met, I didn't believe in messing with women with kids and at a club. Because I said, if I meet somebody at a club, they party all the time. If they had kids, I'm staying away. So when I met her at a club, I met her at a club and she had two kids. But I had, at the time, I just broke up with another relationship. So I'm more horny than anything else. Mm-hmm. So we got, I got I followed her home the first day, and I was like, damn, it's easy. And um, we decided to get together the first day, and I stayed with her for a year. And um, when I used to date her, I used to come home. I might leave on a Friday until I'd be back Monday. And she knew not to ask me where I went, this or that. She didn't ask me a question. She just accepted it. So over the course of time, she kept asking me to marry. See, I never went to her and said I want to marry you. I never did. No, that's what I but mean. Nobody. That's why. That's why. Of course, somebody like you would hang your hat there because she has, in a in a way, made it very easy for you to be exactly who you wanted to be, which is somebody that you wanted to have a family in a home and one woman that maybe cooks and does your laundry. I don't know what you're, you know, all the stuff that you're getting out of that as well as go and live this double, triple, quadruple life on the side and not ever get caught or have any kind of problems or ramifications or consequences. Right. And, and I think how, when I went to Germany before I met her and how open people are about sex over there in Germany, I think that messed me up. Right. Well, listen, I mean, like I said, you you know, you, you are older. The younger generation is very different. I hope that, you know, I don't think 40 years from now you're going to hear people having these types of stories because I think people are go into things more open about who they really are. I think the older generation, they had to keep a lot of stuff under wraps of what they were into. So then they led double lives and it was the only way to get off that you could only be married or single. There was nothing in between. Nowadays, some people are able to set up different kinds of relationships that work. Probably a relationship for you that would work if you were, you know, 25 would be like an open relationship. You wouldn't wind up with someone monogamous. So you could do what you wanted. Maybe another girl that's into swinging and you guys could do all the stuff that you've been doing. But I think it was a different time, probably, like when you got married right. so many, many years ago that 
the only option a lot of people had was to like get married because that's what everyone had to do and then do what you did which is live a double life and do all the stuff that you really want to do on the side without anyone knowing right and 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 making sure that i keep it in a way where you can't be it's nothing to be suspicious of i'm there on time i'm home every night i'm i'm doing all the things i've been doing from day one so yeah, you've given some cheaters, stuff. you've given some good tips for cheaters. I personally think that, you know, you could look into this, uh, this episode in different ways for a cheater. They're going to be like, oh, this guy gave me some good advice for women. <laughs> you're like, oh, this guy now made me realize what I should look for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or like a woman that's married, like, oh, my God, well, my husband does that same shit. Like maybe, you know, you're going to help people through being so honest. So like, listen, I appreciate the fact that you came on the show. You know who I am. I'm a straight shooter. I'm sure right. you knew I'd right. be like, you're and that's a fucking. What I like about yeah, it. I'm sure you knew I was going to be like, oh, my God, you're the worst fucking just <laughs> most horrible <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I knew that. And yeah. If I would give any cheater advice, I would tell them, don't do it. Don't ever do it. Right. It's interesting. But, right. Because you think you're getting away with something, but you're not. And when you get older, all that eats at you. Oh, really? You have all that guilt. And you try to get rid of that guilt. So what you do, you go, I go buy everything she wants. You want a new car, I'll be buying a car. And you're trying to buy to get rid of the guilt and the mistreat how you did her. So you're just trying to do that, but the guilt don't go away. Well, that's your it consequences. But I'm so happy that you said that. There is a shred of human being in you. I love, I mean, besides <laughs> yeah, I being funny, it. you know, which I liked, one of your redeeming qualities, you got a good sense of humor about yourself, your, you know. and But the fact that you do feel guilty, I I feel like I like, I like that. <laughs> That makes me feel good about you. I mean, that makes you look better in my eyes. <laughs> Thank you. Because, you know, you look back and be like, why I did that? I don't believe. You know, you get, you ever got older and look back. And look of course. Like, People grow and change. I don't I believe think... I did that. Or I don't believe. Yeah. Oh, oh, what, and what a great story. I didn't realize that it would have this kind of ending. And I'm so glad that whatever I just I said prompted you to say this because I was ready to wrap it up. And we would have never got this side of things but I think that that's really actually interesting and that 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 somebody like you that did all this could look back and feel that way I think that that's actually growth in you as a person and I think that that's the natural thing that's supposed to happen in life and I'm so glad it finally happened for you yes I, I am too um but I called in knowing that I was going to get destroyed by you and I was like I could it would be nice to call him and be like, oh, you're this great guy. You're this and that. Oh, I'm come like, on. I listen to your broadcast all the time. Matter of fact, I had to finish listening to another one after I hang up. <laughs> yeah. I just so sit you there know. And to them all the time. I, and my wife know. I tell her. I say, I have her listen to it. And I tell her about people's stories. Oh, oh my God. To your broadcast with me. You don't want her to listen to yours, David. If my voice disguised, she won't know that. Oh, my God. Yes, she's going to know it's you if she listens. Your voice is going to be discussed. She's going to know about the pictures with well, the baby and the money. I won't, I won't money. let her listen to mine. Don't. I won't oh, my God. Okay, don't get sloppy in your old age, Dave. Oh, no, okay? no, I'm not. I won't, <laughs> I won't, let, I won't let, let her listen to mine Okay. at all. 
Okay. Well, okay. Well, like, like I was saying, and like I said, I'm glad I said it because it prompted you to bring up this revelation that you did finally have, because I think sometimes it is hard to hear all this kind of stuff and have, and have there be a lack of that kind of some sort of self-awareness at some point in the story. And I'm glad that we're leaving off with the fact that eventually you did wound up and feel that way. So I do doubly appreciate the fact that you came on knowing I would rip you to shreds. Okay. And I love it. (laughs) Okay. Well, you are a submissive. (laughs) I always forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of guys, they dig that. (laughs) The more more Kathy, the better. Um, Right. So I do appreciate, though, you being very honest because, listen, people are going to go off on you because you yeah. there's a lot of stuff that you did that's like really not cool and uh but it takes balls to put that out there you are very yeah. honest about all your stuff and like i said i'm so glad that i mean i'm not the moral police i can't tell you what you should and shouldn't do but i love that you came to a place where you felt i mean i well i did tell you you were wrong and horrible for right. doing most of the things but i'm glad that you came to that realization yourself and do have some accountability for it and you feel guilty and if that you know that's what that's what you get right and I appreciate you letting me come on because I was like I can't go to no physical therapist talking about that I mean a therapist talking about that so when I was listening to your shows I was like man maybe I may get ripped but I can really let it out now I can get all that negativity and let it out well, I'm glad that you see it as negativity because it didn't ring it, like it. It didn't sound that way while you were telling it, and but uh, like I said, and I'm glad that we're having a little bit of this included because I think it is it is important, and I think eventually what you have to do is come face to face with everything that you did, feel all the feelings for it, which are terrible guilt, all that kind of stuff, which doesn't feel good to feel that way. I have done the bad things in my life and then felt terrible about it and it was shameful and all those kinds of things that, you know, but eventually you have to get to a point as well that everyone needs to get to and is, is right, which is, okay, you're not a terrible person. You just did a lot of terrible things, you know, and eventually right. you'll have to forgive yourself and, but I think that it is important for you to listen to this. It's one thing talking it. Wait until you hear the stories. Yes, you know, see what it sounds like. Yeah, you hear it. I mean, it is entertaining and funny. But when, you know, there's people involved in all the stuff that if it really is the, the depth of what you have done and everything is pretty hardcore. Uh, but I think that you're trying to face it now, I think is great. And I do think it's good for you to talk it out, to listen to it feel that guilt, process it, get through it and come out on the other side and, you know, not doing it anymore and eventually forgiving yourself for it. Correct. And I just want to add this. When I was out there with these females, now that one knew I was married, the rest of them didn't know I was married. Right. None of them knew my real name. I always gave them a fake name. And now, nowadays, I'm like, you can't do that. They'll find out who you are quick. Be knocking on your door. You can't get away with stuff like that now. Too much technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were certain things about the good old days that made it a lot easier to do what Correct. you were doing than now, for sure. So right. that, that's another PSA for any of those cheaters that are listening to you. That's trying correct. to copy. <laughs> yeah, because you get caught now. Yeah. All right, well, listen. tag number and bring up your name. Yeah. All right, so listen, Dave, thank you so much for calling in. Please don't make sure to 
not allow your wife to listen to my show when you're not okay. around because you don't want her to stumble upon Dave, quote unquote's episode, and then she hears similarity and is like, what the F? You know what I'm saying? Like, just to be, right. you know. Right. Right, she might figure it out. What's what is going to be titled? I know which one it is. I don't know. Dave oh. is a total scumbag. I don't know. <laughs> oh please! Not that bad. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Dave is the worst effing cheater ever. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But uh, it'll be Dave. There won't be another Dave, okay? And okay. you'll know I, it when you see it. It'll be up okay. soon, all right? Thank you How so long much. How would it be a week? Or no, just... I mean, sometimes it could be three weeks. It could be a month. I, you know, I, I'm okay. literally taping like 10 episodes this week. I have 30 taped already. I, I'm i always behind, but it'll be up soon. So stay okay, tuned. thank you for your time. Thank you, like I said, for calling in and being so honest with everything. Like a Jerry, okay. it was kind of like a Jerry Springer show, but I love talk shows, so I like it. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Thank Dave. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.